Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Well, hello and welcome to the much-promised arts and health section on the podcast. So over the next few weeks, I will be sharing short interviews that I've done with artists from all around the world and mainly the Caribbean. And the interviews were done while we were exhibiting at the Caribbean Fine Art Fair. So I did some videos, but I thought it'd be a nice way to share for those people who've not yet managed to see the videos, but who listen to the podcast. And they talk about their work and the impact that creativity has had on their health and well-being. I mean, these are just short um, insights from them that are really valuable and essentially these posts are to show you how you can use creativity in your own life how you can be inspired and encouraged and if you're a carer I'll be sharing weekly tips that you can do with your loved one so from what they say as an artist I will be taking some nuggets from that and showing how as carers or just anybody really how we can use creativity and use art to impact the community that we live in to not make it that well art and creativity is just for those people over there who do arts but it's for all of us because we're all creative and we can all um we can all use art and creativity in our daily lives and it's something that we need to do so for this first talk i got to speak to briefly minister john king who's the cultural minister for the arts here in barbados and he opened the caribbean fine arts fair in march and he gave an opening talk and he shared briefly on some of the plans that they have for the arts in Barbados and the National Art Gallery. So Minister King started his career as a singer and a performer so he has insight to some of the needs that the arts here in Barbados, that were the artists and the arts in general here in Barbados. So here's my brief talk with Minister King and I'll be back after his commentary, or with my own commentary. So we're here with Mr. John King, and yeah, you were gonna say? I would say we we need to get the artists out of buildings such as this. This is nice, Mm -hmm. but I need to get the artists out into the communities where they meet the people where they are in order to begin a series of events that raise awareness. Right, okay. So what can we expect from you this year? Well, you can expect that there are going to be a number of pop-up fairs that are going to be happening all across Barbados during Crossover and after. And a lot of the artists are going to be invited to showcase their work and, and also you know, have the opportunity to sell. So okay. that's coming. Right, have we got any more news on the, the National Gallery? Well, the National Art Gallery continues to be um, one of the things that government is, is working on. Yeah. Um, 
there have been back and forth with a number of sites I've come in and I've been going through files and files and files as to where it all started, where the sites that were located and where they're going. Um, so what I can say is that there is on the table um, uh, a move, or at least let me say, put, let me put this, an idea that we can um, repair the Carnegie um, Library. Okay. An actual space which will be part and parcel of an art gallery. Right. And and then there's space within the library itself where you can also exhibit art. But we're also looking at Block A at the garrison, which okay. has been touted for a long time. So what we're seeking to do is to not have everything in one concentrated place, but to basically have the art spread out across the island and also to have some of it going over to missions and stuff like okay. that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so exhibit it in as many places as you can. But like I said, this this is we're in the planning stages, yeah. and and so it's, 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 it's really about us drilling down, narrowing it down to which place we're gonna go for, and then just do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you heard it coming. here live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank okay, you. Okay, well, I was going to say thank you, Minister King, um, but he's not here in the studio currently at the moment. So some of the takeaways from the things that he said was about raising awareness for artists to spread the arts more over the island rather than just in, say, selected galleries in specific places, showcasing the work of artists and look at the buildings that have been empty that we can um, utilize, which is all, you know, great. I think there is there is a lot of work to be done and um, they're in the process of, of looking at things that can be put in place. But part of my experience as a carer and an artist is with the elderly with dementia and their carers. And so, as I said earlier, one of the things I'll be doing is like looking at what has been said by either the artist or the main thing that has cropped up for that particular week. And I will be, I was gonna say putting my spin on it, but it's not a spin. It is kind of relating it to what we can do in terms of arts and health and what we can do if you're a carer or if you're just somebody who wants to get involved, the things that you can do. So, one of the things that seems to be changing as a community is the lack of value that we place on our elderly within the community and looking at the wisdom that they have and the loss that we will have over the generations if we don't harness their knowledge and find a way where we can create some intergenerational projects to pass on their wisdom and knowledge. So just like Minister King mentioned about the buildings that lay empty, I think we too are doing that with our elderly. So one of the things that happens here is that when somebody starts to um, show signs of loss of memory or you know problems with dementia, especially if it's 
if it's met with challenging behaviour, they're sent to the psychiatric hospital. And whilst dementia is a disease of the brain, it's, it's treated as a psychological problem. And so there may be, you know, mood altering, mind altering drugs that are given as a first point of call. For me, what I feel that needs to be addressed is this disease of the brain. It's a disease. If somebody had cancer, you know, how would we treat them? If somebody had, you know, if you can think of any other, high blood pressure is a disease, um, uh, you know, diabetes, how do we treat them? Um, And so dementia, where the brain cells are being damaged and that then affects the behavior how is it that we can approach so what's happening is that you know so they're you know either being sent to a psychiatric hospital and then if they end up in a home or you know the home we usually find is filled with the the elderly who are either um on their own can't look after themselves and but you will find that the main place where the elderly is is taken is a geriatric hospital or the psychiatric hospital and treated um for the outward signs of the illness and so we're shutting them away essentially wherever they end up they're being shut away And we need to find ways in which we can include them within the community. So whether it's that we have a purpose-built kind of residential home that can um, take into consideration the needs, the different needs, and, and then create a program around that where we're not they're not isolated but they're integrated so our young people who if if the the member of family the family member was kept in the home they would then have an experience of dealing with the elderly you know if we're shutting our elderly away then there's a whole generation of people growing up without any experience of you know the illnesses that may come but how we can put things in place to deal with those illnesses and what people need are not to be shut away it's interaction with the community and it's about spending time so you know gaining the wisdom that they have I mean you know we're not we're not including them and they have contributed their whole life to the community yeah so we have to think about some of the things that we can do and some of the things that we can utilize that will include them in things as I say that impact our community you know they have a voice and so we have to make sure that we're providing that avenue where they their voices can be heard and then we have to look at and this is across the board around the world look at you know what is happening in these 
residential and care homes. What is the quality of care that we're giving them? And it's not, I did, um, let me find it, yeah. So I wrote out, it's, it's, it's uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And when we look at what Maslow, who was um, a psychologist, and he developed a theory for understanding the basic human needs. When we look at some of these um, basic human needs, and we, we think about how we're, how we're meeting those needs, not only for ourselves, but for our elderly, we can see that we're lacking. So at the top, it's esteem, and esteem is recognition for personal accomplishments, self-respect and competence. And then there's belonging, belongingness and acceptance, and um, that includes affection and intimacy. Then there's security, which includes predictability and stability, control and personal routine. And then there's physiologically, food, water, shelter, personal hygiene. So often we find with the elderly with dementia that the needs that are met are the, the, the ones right at the bottom, the, the physiological that they're fed, they're watered, they've got shelter and their personal hygiene. So something for you to think about as a creative and if you're a creative or, you know, if you want to kind of bring some more creative activities into your environment or you want to include a creative activity um, with somebody that you're caring for, it's the one, one, okay, today's takeaway is don't look at activities that are meant for children and think that, you know, you're going to use that in a setting for adults. Activities that are obviously intended for children and simplified for an adult is an insult to adult dignity and should never be used as it can affect their self-esteem and dignity. So children's colouring books, children's books have no place in an adult setting. Now I learned this the hard way because they, these were, as my mother declined, I was thinking, you know, oh, well, you know, if I give her a book that she can, you know, um, you know, maybe look at and how, and it was just like, no, you can't give her a book with, you know, like these hardback children's books that have got like one word and a ball or a, a kid. And it's just, it's an insult, you know? So where, where her short-term memory is affected, her long-term memory isn't. So she could still read. She could still, you know, maybe what you can then do is think about, um, getting large print text. So you can still get a newspaper that's got large print or you can still get books that they would read with um, large, large print in it. So think about how you can utilize your creative skills to impact on the life of somebody who is an elder and living on their own or who is in a home. How can you be of service and how can you 
be a blessing blessing and touch the life of somebody else so that's the tip for today and i hope that you know listening to uh, minister john king talk about the arts and um the arts in barbados and 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 I think it's really important that we, whatever we listen to, that we think about, well, how can we adapt that for this particular setting? How can this inform on what I'm doing here? How can I use the wisdom that's taken or even the suggestions that's taken and utilize it um, in my own setting? And that's, that's why I thought to myself, you know, hey, you know, we've got all these buildings and it's not only in Barbados, it's all over the world, you know, buildings kind of, go to ruin lay empty and it's just like that's that's what we're doing with a whole portion of our community we're just thinking oh they're no longer used because they can't you know they they take you know hours to talk or you know it and you find this as well with um people who are living with Parkinson's because it takes a while for them to form the words and what they need actually is for you to take the time don't rush them with questions don't you know be impatient and and what we need to do is to exercise some patience so a couple of the things I want to also share with you this month the uh, the month of May Corrie Scott has in her usual monthly Barbados visual arts has produced the visual arts for May. So I will leave the link in the description. I'll also be including um, information about this on my blog and I'll leave the links. And the mixed media play date which is a course that I'm teaching on. We've got, we're, yeah, about a quarter of a way. And so we've got a Mother's Day special. So I'll put my link. So if you sign up um, using my link, remember to put in this, uh, the code. The code is MUMLOVE. And again, I'll share it in the uh, description. And if you put that code in at the checkout you will save $25 off the course so there's some amazing classes and I hope um, and lessons and I hope that you find mine amazing as well um, I've got some great things to share with you if you sign up using my link you will also get um, a range of bonuses backgrounds videos on backgrounds I've got a whole package that I'm giving away um, if you sign up through my link and um, yeah I just love for you to come and join us so I hope that you found today really interesting I hope that you join me again next week on Friday it's the inspirational shorts and yeah so I'm really looking forward to again sharing with you with the rest of the artists next week I've got Lisa Mona up and the interview that I did with her um, at CAFA and she shares some of the things that she her work with photo montage she's also got a YouTube channel where she shares some other things so I look forward to having I actually I look forward to having you join me every day so I post Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays now 
um, you're getting a, a definite bonus with the Wednesdays. But it's been a long time coming, these uh, Wednesday Arts and Health posts. I think it's really important that we, or I, kind of get on <laughs> get on with it. It's such a key thing that we need to um, have in our lives. The arts is, is something that you have to tap into daily. And I, I, as I say, I could go on again for so much longer about the arts in health so definitely join me i'll leave all the links in the um, notes and pop over to the blog you'll see some of the imagery uh, from the arts and also some of the tips sign up to my mailing list that was the other thing sign up to my mailing list and you'll receive the free download of 25 ways to be more creative so, and also pop over to the YouTube channel, <laughs> by the way, pop over to my YouTube channel because I'm also sharing art technique videos and reviews and a whole load more. So you've got quite a few places that you can go to find some way to be creative. Okay, so take care for now and I look forward to seeing you soon. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.